0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your
1: family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. Today, I want to talk about manners and why manners are important. So first, what are they? I don't know why I said manners so funny. I was saying manners. You said, you said it very properly. I was a, maybe that's what I was doing. Like I was a rich, proper person. So um, first, what are manners? Manners are things we do in our communities that that we kind of like rules we live by, traditions we we follow to show respect and, and kindness and politeness. So for example, you know, if I'm sitting at the dinner table and I need the salt and I need someone to pass it to me, I would say, please pass the salt. Or right? I'd say, please. And then if you were to give it to me, of course, I'd say, thank you. And the person who handed it to me would say, you're welcome. These are just little things that we honestly probably don't even think about, right? It's yeah. just like on autopilot. But these are all traditions that have been handed down for centuries even. I don't I don't know the origins of- uh, I don't either, actually. <laughs> that, we can do another podcast on that. Okay, that actually would have been really fun to, to look up some stuff on that. Um, so yeah, you know, if you're like me, I don't, I don't really remember learning to say please and thank you. I I know I've taught younger kids like nieces and nephews, but I think it's just so ingrained in us. You know, we don't even really think about it. It's just these are the manners we live by. So when I say manners, Ronnie, I want to put you on the spot. What else comes to mind? Um, What other manners? Well, if we're thinking dinner table, yeah. Either one. Etiquette's kind of another word for manners. uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Still, but I think uh, like – not putting your elbows on the table. I don't know.
0: At different places, I think you grew up with different manners. So you may have learned that having your elbows on the table is bad or that may have been okay. Or it could be something where there's – some people have different manners about if you should wear a hat inside or not or, um, you know, if you should hold the door open for someone. So that's what's interesting about manners is that there are some that are more universal, like please and thank you. But there's a lot of other manners that are more, um, you know, Location or culturally based too. I feel like.
1: Yeah, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up because we were gonna get into that in a few oh. uh, minutes. So hold hold that thought, okay. but I thought that was really interesting too. So manners are also things. I mentioned the word etiquette because etiquette and manners are sometimes used interchangeably. So etiquette's more like I remember I had to take an etiquette class in junior high, where it's like how to hold your fork and your spoon. <laughs> and these things might sound like who doesn't know how to hold a fork or a spoon, but this is actually cultural too. Like in Europe, they do it differently um, from my understanding. Like it's not dramatically yeah. differently. There's only so many ways you can hold a fork. But, you know, and then you go to some of the Asian countries and they use chopsticks, right? There's just these mm-hmm. different things. It's, it's, it's very interesting. So you mentioned, you know, holding the door, men opening or hold opening doors and holding them open for women. Apologizing when you've done something wrong. That's another mm-hmm. example of a manner. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough these days. Um, saying bless you. After you sneeze, which I'm sure we've all heard where that origin is. And you know what's funny? I don't know that I've ever Googled this. Maybe I have where they said bless you because they thought it was like your soul trying to escape. Have you heard this?
0: Uh, so
1: I've heard it's like
0: – yeah, it was uh, maybe not your soul trying to escape, but that it was like a uh, – I don't know, like a, a
1: devil in you. Yeah, in so something, something like that. But it's a good point because it brings back to these not only being cultural but some of them being like religious in nature, right? Mm-hmm. They just have these different origins. That were these are things that were important to them at the time, and I know that sounds silly. Like, why would they think a demon was trying to, you know, get into your, your soul? Was yeah. trying to leave? <laughs> but keep in mind this was the era, or even before the era, where people were scared of cameras when they first came out because they thought that a camera was going to um, steal your soul. their soul. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? And we look at that now, and we're like, well, that's the silliest thing. Well, isn't it the same thing about
0: heard. mirrors? I think I've read that too. That mirrors at first were also. Um, evil somehow because they were you know how are how are you in the mirror too Hmm.
1: okay yeah that yeah okay that that could be freaky if you've never seen that I mean I guess you would have seen your reflection in the water first uh I but I digress because now I'm thinking like "Oh, oh it's interesting so the cool thing about manners that I really like though is that manners are actually an example of spontaneous order and I did not plan that when I was thinking about this episode. That didn't occur to me until I was actually doing the research for this. And granted, I'm sure there was a time where manners could probably get you like executed or something if you didn't do that. I uh, Just because history is so crazy and filled with so many weird examples, I don't know that for a fact. If you, just... you didn't
0: curtsy in front of the queen.
1: Oh, that's really. true. I don't think you'd be killed, but something bad would happen. Now you'd just be like British people take their manners and traditions very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a spontaneous order because no government really sets the rule on manners, right? We don't have a law here that says if you don't say please and thank you, you're going to get arrested. You don't have to get a license for something, you know, and say you're going to say please or thank you. So that's nice. And plus, like we talked about, they're very local. So like a manner, manners that we have here might not be manners in other places. We shake hands when we meet somebody. It's just a polite thing to do other countries it's actually considered disrespectful Mm -hmm. like in uh I think it's China you bow that's what you do so there's just other things now this one is really funny to me in some places and I think actually China is one of them letting out a loud burp after a meal is actually like complimenting whoever prepared your meal because you're saying like that's how much I enjoyed it Mm -hmm. now if you want some proof on just how different like manners are from place to place Uh, Try burping after your mom makes dinner and see how well that turns out. By the way, kids, I am kidding because I think parents are going to get really mad at me. If you do do that and you get in trouble, uh, just don't do it. (laughs) My point to saying that is that would not be considered polite here. So, yeah, good luck. Don't do that. Guarantee it will not end well. But so manners are created by communities and they're passed down from generation to generation, which I think, again, is is a perfect example of spontaneous order, right? They're just things the community has decided on. There's no rules about it. It's just, okay, this this is what's polite. And you do it because it helps you form a community. Nobody wants to be, most people, we're very social creatures. Most people don't want to be social outcasts, right? They want to It doesn't mean you have to conform and wear what everybody else wears and do what everybody else does, but there's a level of, you know, kindness and and exchanges we have with each other that you just – we do because it's good to live in a community that gets along. So that's that's why I think it's just a perfect example of, you know, something we do Mm -hmm. without – without government. Now, sometimes things change over time, but many stay the same, like please and thank you. I think, you know, people used to be very formal in how they address people, like Mr. and Mrs., you know, f- whatever. It's gotten way more laid back now. I think if people from When even- you grew up, did you have to, when you were talking to other people's parents, was it always Mr. and Mrs.? Well, it's funny. I was going to ask you about this. So I grew up in a religion where we called people brother and sister. So for oh, adults no. and and because now I had friends that weren't. The same religion as me, and I would say, actually, you know what? I don't know. So if it were people I went to church with, we always said, you know, brother and their last name, and sister and their last name. Only but if they were
0: adults, or if they were
1: adults. Okay. Now with other people's parents, like I knew some. It wasn't Girl Scouts; it was called Campfire Girls, which is basically. Mm-hmm. Oh game. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They don't, you don't see yeah. that much anymore. But we, like, those were my friends' moms, and they were, like, our troop leaders. So we called them by their first names. I think it really nice just name. depended on how well I knew the person. Mm-hmm. But I um, used to spend a lot of time in the South, and even adults still call their friends' parents, like, even, like, grown adults. So people our age called them, like, Miss, and then their first name. So if That's your friend's mom was... That's why I was, was going to ask. More, because yeah, I, I, grew up in,
0: I grew up in Texas, and we... I only ever called friends' parents Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so, only that. I, I didn't know anybody who didn't call friends' parents, you know, Mr. Smith or Mrs. Johnson. Uh, that was, <laughs> I really just thought that was what everyone did. And so when um, I moved out to California and I had kids and the first time it was, oh, how do, what do I teach my kids to call these other friends? Because the idea of, of thinking, oh, oh, this is my friend Jason, the, the, my kid is not going to call in a grown adult
1: by their first name. And so, um, I ended up. No, settling. but did you guys do, cause like in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. where I spent a lot of time, they would use the first name, but it would say like Mr. Jason or miss, you yes. know, whatever. Okay, that's, kind of
0: how, that's kind of how we settled. And even still with my kids, um, no, if, if someone's who's a close, close friend, usually first name is okay, but I still have like our close family, close friends um, will be Mr. or Miss usually. And then their first names or even our babysitters um, will, my kids will call the babysitter Miss Amber instead of just Amber. Um, I don't know. I think that just because that's so ingrained in me that it feels weird for kids not to have some type of proper Manners speaking to adults, but that's again, it's the Texan in me that I grew up that way. It's
1: so funny you say that though, because I moved from Southern California to Texas when oh, I was uh-huh. in eighth grade, and I had the opposite reaction How funny. That, because everyone would say yes, ma'am to their yeah. teachers. Oh yes. Now I grew up in California. Women didn't like that because it made them feel old, and so I would actually get scolded at. Like if I said yes, ma'am to my mom or to other people, like they would think it was me calling them old. So it's just funny, and California is a very kind of more, you know, appearance matters and things like that. So that might just be the culture there, but it's very funny. So when I moved to Texas and teachers, like everybody's like, yes, ma'am are the teachers. And I was like, why am I getting in trouble for not saying yes, ma'am? I was raised to believe that you don't call it like, unless they're an actual, you know, older woman, you don't say that. So uh, it's just so funny to me. And I think that's a good example of, you know, that it's very cultural, not just different countries. Yeah. It, it varies from where you live, but also I think Generally speaking, like even if you're in in California, I think there was a time when you probably would have been more formal with how you address Mm -hmm. adults, right? Those things have changed. Now, I don't agree with this at all, but there are even some people who think like, oh, men shouldn't hold the door open for women anymore because – Well, that
0: was so weird for me. And that's always been an adjustment, is because where I grew up, yes, the guys would, when, if I walked into a store and there was a guy walking around about the same time as me, I would stop because I knew that the guy was going to. And it's always weird when you stop and they don't do it. (laughs) And it wasn't. And in fact, if I had just continued walking and grabbed the door myself, it would have been an insult to the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's how it was. Oh, I know we, we need to go on, but we're talking about ma'am. So even I worked at a summer camp in Texas for three years and the kids even had to call the counselors when they'd say yes, ma'am to the counselors. So I'm, you know, in my early twenties with, you know, preteen kids. Um, and that was a requirement even there. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs>
1: Isn't it? It's just so funny. It's so funny to me. But yeah, so back to the holding the door open. I mean, that used to be something I remember my parents telling you, if a guy doesn't hold the door open for you, like, don't go on dates with him. Like, that was what you did. I still tend to think a guy should hold the door open for you. Now, I have gone on many a date where they do not, but that kind of sticks out in my mind of like, hmm, he did not open the door for me. (laughs) Interesting. So there are some things that do kind of fall out of fashion at which… For better or for worse, right? But now I want to talk about like why do these matter? I think a lot of people who listen to our show are people who don't like to conform. You know, we like to be kind of contrarian. So why, why should we use manners just because people want us to? And I think it's because they help us navigate our communities, but it also helps us create an environment where people are more open to what we call civil discourse. And we've used that term a lot. It's like when you can discuss very controversial, very, you know, heated topics, but you can do it with respect because you've laid a foundation of you know, we get along, we shake each other's hand, we do this and that. And so we've created the society where you feel almost safe enough Mm -hmm. to disagree with people. And I think when our world is so much moved online and we argue so much online where you don't have to use manners. In fact, it's probably a place where for the most part manners don't even exist, right? So they're not as important. People feel free to just say mean things without having to deal with consequences and they don't have to worry about, you know, a community member not wanting to hang out with them because they're being rude. And I think that's taken away from our communities and our society. So, you know, it's nice to have this, foster this environment of respect and politeness. My favorite professor in college used to call, tell us, you know, we're allowed to disagree, but we had to use decorum. Mm-hmm. Decorum means like you had to do it. Like, don't just start yelling, you know, raise your hand, have a, have a structured and civilized debate don't just, you know, fly off the handle and let your emotions get the best of you and i think that manners have a lot to do with that because i think it's just sets this this decorum this this way that we should we should, you know, act within our community to, to be to be community members with each other because again, we are social creatures and if you're rude, nobody wants to hang out with you. That's a natural cause of that, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have to make a government law that says say please and thank you and don't burp at the dinner table. If you burp on if you're taking a girl out on a date, you know when you're when you're older and you burp, tell me how many more dates you get. you know it's just kind of a natural consequence thing. You want people to want to hang out with you as long as they're good people, not you don't want to make everybody like you right That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when you are polite and you do these things and you you use good manners, I think people would will, will want to be around you so much because they just know that you're somebody that's warm and and polite to be around so that's my two cents on the matter ronnie i don't know if you have anything to add before we wrap up
0: uh no i'm still thinking though that i thought the way you talked about um manners being a form of spontaneous order um i thought that was a great way of kind of tying it into you know all of our total twin stuff because that makes a lot of sense to me
1: yeah exactly all right guys well please don't forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and until next time ronnie we will talk to you soon all right see you soon